0: By the way, I think we stumbled upon a really good game during the break that we're going to play here shortly after we talk about (laughs) AD and Foodie Fridays, which is – What Marvel Avengers would be Lakers in Laker history? I feel like this is a fun game. Uh, But before that, what you need to know is brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe, good times. Foodie Friday, Laura. What do you got today?
1: Foodie Friday. So we went back. Actually, the ESPN crew went to La Bufadora Baja Grill, which I actually mentioned for National Burrito Day. That's where I went. Right. But they went and got some fish tacos y carnitas tacos. Ooh. But I got a bone to pick with our ESPN okay. crew, okay? What happened?
2: There were, there was, were bones in that fish taco? Like that. No, no, <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no, no bones. No, no, no. Yeah. No bones. Um, I want to take a guess.
3: Uh, I want to take a guess of okay. your bone. Uh, okay. like, like when you go So La Bufadora,
0: by the way, if you're wondering where it is, it's on uh, Lower Azusa, right? And like Santa Anita, right? In that area?
1: Yeah, they went to one in Montebello.
0: Today. Right. Yes. Oh, in Montebello. Oh, okay, that was the one in El Monte.
1: They went to the one in Montebello, Okay. But they didn't bring Greg or I food back.
0: That, yeah, what's that about? I, I,
3: I knew it. I knew it. When you go, <laughs> when you work at a radio station and you go do something with a restaurant, you get food and you bring it back to Thank the radio you. station. That is standard operating Thank procedure, you. Laura.
1: Gracias. De, I, De I'm not going to call out who did it, <clears throat> Janice, but. Whoa. whoa.
2: <laughs> Friend McFire. Fire. Not
1: so friendly. I mean, I love you, girl. But some tacos would have been nice, right, Greg? Mm.
4: I would have loved to have some tacos. Yeah,
1: some yeah. tacos. Right. How about And a by burrito? the way, La,
4: La
0: Bufadora, uh, this one in, in Montebello, uh, it, or if we anglicize it, Montebello, Thank um, you. Thank is you. Uh, right off the 60, right? So there you
1: go. It is. So, guys, if you don't want tacos you can try their ceviche because that is so good too what they movie. got ceviche there I they mean, got ceviche? yeah they have ceviche. wait what
2: kind of is it shrimp ceviche or is it ceviche, ceviche? no no shrimp Oh, scramps okay it's good
1: yeah. it's good and i'm picky with ceviche but it's good and okay. uh if you guys have a local business restaurant that you guys want us to go to hit us up okay at unique U N W Q or espn los angeles on ig and twitter
2: All right, that is what you need
0: to know. Brought to you by Morongo. Play it safe. Good times. All right, before we get into our fun uh, game we were doing in the break, which I thought was kind of funny, um, AD and AD, okay? Anthony Davis and Andre Drummond. Now, look, I'm not going to make a sweeping generalization uh, based on 12 minutes or whatever they played yesterday together. Um, But I I do – and these were concerns I voiced before they played together, right? When we talked about the potential of them playing together – uh, it was actually off the heels of that conversation when Brian Windhorst was on here with LZ and him going at it. Um, but I, I will say this: I have, I have never been a guy that believes Andre Drummond is a really impactful defensive player. Okay, so I, I do feel like that area is more of an area of concern than offense for me. Offensively, I mean, yesterday we saw they were they were great together on the floor, um, but defensively, this is where I worry, LZ, and you tell me if I'm a little crazy. Mm -hmm. In today's NBA, you know, look, we we see what teams do, right? They spread the floor, right? The ball whips around from strong side to weak side constantly, right? And, you know, guys are cutting, setting screens, right? Stagger screens. Like, there's so much movement, right, particularly in the half court, um, especially when we get to the playoffs, when things slow down a tad, right? The pace is a little slower. I feel like in that part of the game, he's a guy that's a little slow on his feet, right? He's a big dude, you know, the big penguin, big petty. And I feel like that's where he could get Dwighted, you know what I'm saying, or JaVailed. And I I feel like that could be... A problem. Now, look, we saw last year it's not going to be an, it, you know, Frank will just play AD more, but I feel like he's different because he's younger, right? Like, Dwight and Javelle at that stage of their career knew what their role was. I feel like Frank wants to play Andre Drummond like 30 minutes. Like, that's his intention, at least.
2: Absolutely. And he should. You got to play him to see if you want to keep him. I mean, that's the thing, right? So if you just Dwight Howard him. Then you're saying we don't really want him. Oh no basically. no no! Wait,
0: just just to correct myself here, I want you to understand. I'm talking about once they get to the playoffs, Dwight. Right. right? No or no Dwighted. no! I, I know what
2: you're saying. I know what you're okay. saying. Okay. Um, if you're just planning on Dwight hiring him anyway, then you don't really want him, is what I'm what I'm saying. And this gotcha. is what I mean. If all you really want is a big body to throw at Jokic for four games until you beat them in the postseason you ain't got to spend all this money to keep Andre Drummond. You don't have to spend a lot of money to keep anybody. You just need to make sure you always have a big body to throw at that dude when you face him in the postseason. Right. I don't think that's the Lakers' intent. And to your point, I don't believe, definitely don't believe that is Frank Vogel's intent. So you got to play him. You got to play him to see if he can be that dude who can survive in today's NBA as your starting center. Because if he can't, that means in the offseason, you need to find someone else. So let, let Andre play so you can answer this question. See, I'm with you on that, LZ. Like, you just got to play. You, you just got to let him play,
3: and you got to try as many different combinations as you can. Because if, if you, all we talked about before Drummond actually came to the Lakers was when LeBron and AD are healthy. And they're on the floor with this guy. Somebody even said this will be the greatest front court in the history of the NBA. That was me. So, oh, that, oh, that's right. Yes, that was you. Yes. Um, <laughs> point is, is you yeah. got to find out what he is. LZ, I actually think you make an interesting point about his future, because if he's just going to be a role player like Dwight Howard, I mean, they could assign Dwight Howard to be Dwight Howard. They're not going to invest a ton of money in a guy to just be a role player. So you got to find out, ultimately, can they all play together, and does it free AD up to play more outside where he seems to want to be anyway?
0: So here's the thing. In the regular season, I have zero issue um, with them tinkering and messing around and doing what – like, that's what you should be doing in the regular season, especially if you're a team like the Lakers who, you know, have played together. It's not like – they're not like the Nets, right, or even the Clippers last year where it's like, okay, they have zero chemistry. This team won a championship last year. Granted, there are a few new parts to the team, but for the most part... a lot the, of new parts now. Well, but for the most part, the Nucleus, particularly I, Anthony I'm Davis and LeBron, right, yep. you know, yep. are there. And even guys like Kuzma and KCP and Caruso, like those guys were big parts of a championship team, you know, as role players. So I'm not as worried about that. In the regular season, I'm with you. I'm just saying once the playoffs start, you know they're going to be teams that may try to, that that could potentially run him off the floor. You know, and do you do you stick with him, or do you just say, "Hey, Andre, this ain't your series, bro"? Like, do you do that to him?
2: Well, listen. Again, this is ultimately about where do you see Andre with this franchise? Okay. Now, as you guys know, as Scott has pointed out, I'm a big fan of this front line. I think this front court has the potential to be the best we've ever seen. When you have them all healthy together, working together, doing what they do best together, I don't see how any front court that we've seen, certainly not in recent history, is better than that. But at the same time, I'm not Jeannie Buss. Mm -hmm. I'm not Rob Palenka, Mm -hmm. I'm not Frank Vogel. I'm not Mm -hmm. LeBron. I'm not AD. Mm -hmm. So they may be thinking other things. They may be thinking about other people. Right. So right now, the important part is to play Dre to see if you want to keep him. Sure. And if you decide you want to keep him, I think we're just going to dominate. But if you decide you're not going to keep him, then that means you got another plan in place. That's all fine and dandy. All they need to do is make sure at the very least they keep, you know, some big bodies around so they can handle the other big bodies. Uh That's all they that's all they really need to do. But I believe Andre Drummond has the potential to give him more than just a big body against big bodies. He has the opportunity to make them so dominant in the paint that people won't even think about going in there.
0: On offense, yes. On defense, I don't see that. I I, I don't see that. I don't feel he's a great rim protector historically. um, And I I don't believe he's the most fleet of foot type of guy um, because it's just of his size. But um, we'll see. I think it's just something to keep an eye on is all I would say. Um, Speaking of keeping an eye on something, so Disney and ESPN Mm -hmm. are marvelizing, we were just talking about Tony Stark earlier, uh, marvelizing an NBA game. So the story goes like this. uh, On ESPN2 and ESPN+, and um, I believe the ESPN app as well, and maybe even ESPN Deportes, okay? Uh, On May 3rd, the Warriors-Pelicans game, obviously Steph and Zion will be the lead there. Uh, They will have a Marvel-inspired alternate presentation across those platforms that I mentioned. So, LZ, you are Mr. Marvel. I would imagine this would appeal to you, right? Because, you know, remember the NFL did you know put a playoff game on Nickelodeon. I don't think this is as – I mean, that was certainly for –
3: I think they did the Super Bowl on Nickelodeon, didn't they?
0: Well, but no, not not like with the slime and all the stuff. No, no, no. It was a playoff game with Noah Eagle – and Nate Burleson, and there was someone else in the broadcast. So I, I, I apologize for whoever else that no, was there a Nickelodeon
3: was. actor, actress. But go ahead.
0: Correct, but it was a playoff game. It was a first round game, um, and it was the Saints and somebody. And oh, it are. was not the Super Bowl. But they did all the slime and all that stuff, and that's for young children, uh, you know, on Nickelodeon. This is not just for young children. So LZ, do you believe that this audience? is more expansive, right, than what the NFL tried to do. Obviously, the NFL playoff game is going to get bigger numbers because it's the NFL, but you get my point? Like, is there more people they can go after with something like this, or do you not love this as a possibility?
2: Well, first of all, I want to check or at least my respect because when I was running the NBA department, I made an entire comic book for our our section – with the NBA playoffs, making all the players superheroes. I did it first. (laughs) Now, with that being said, I think it was a cool idea, obviously, since I thought of it first. (laughs) Um, But also, all the leagues need to think about other ways of expanding their audience besides traditional methods. Mm -hmm. And... They need to throw as many things against the wall because the way young people, in particular, are viewing and their attitudes about sports; those two combinations has the potential to really upend sports business as we know it in a very short period of time. So this is smarter the NBA to figure out ways in which they can continue to diversify their audience in preparation for this huge seismic shift to the business model that we've been accustomed to all these decades, but also. I think people who are pure comic book fans and not necessarily sports fans may just swing by just to see what they're doing with it, just to see how it looks. Yeah, and flip side of that might be
3: that if you're a football fan or a basketball fan and you're not necessarily a Marvel fan, I mean, who would not be a Marvel fan, by the way, right? Um, I would say that maybe it might turn somebody who's maybe outside the demographic potentially just kind of looking around going you know what maybe i'll start watching some avengers movies because i don't know what that's about but looks kind of cool um you were right george by the way it was the saints and the bears excuse me i thought it was the super bowl and they did i thought that was awesome nickelodeon they slimed everything it was fun like it was totally different new and unique i like this idea
0: yeah I, i'm i dig it look the reality is this 40 of of generation z okay uh doesn't even care about sports like it's a big problem. <laughs> it's why, okay? I, I'm I'm just gonna do it, okay? It's why Latinos, okay, specifically, okay. I've seen this research. Now I don't know the the research on the African American community, but what I about can the tell black you sp- folks. I could specifically, or the black folks, I could specifically tell you about uh, a study done about Latinos and sports. Uh, a study was conducted by. Univision when they launched their cable network, uh, and they they surveyed sports fans, persons between the age of eighteen to forty nine, okay, who were born in this country, okay, that That's were Latino, important. okay, they were born here, okay, they're not, you know, they are
2: born in the USA, exactly.
0: <laughs> and of nice those boss. of those people that they did that survey with, which I believe was over a thousand people, eighty. said that it was really important to them to pass along their sports passion to their children. And again, I go back to a Generation Z that 40% of that demographic by every study that every media company has says, "Uh uh-oh, they don't like sports. So it's why I think it's important for Latinos to continue to do that. And I would hope everyone, whether you are black or you're Asian or you're white or whatever, make your kids... Be interested in sports. Don't let them just sit in front of a video game, okay, all day. Or on Twitch or whatever. Doesn't mean there aren't times for that, okay? I got kids. I got a six-year-old. I give her time to play Switch or whatever and play Mario games or whatever. But we got her playing soccer. Uh, you know, we got her playing tennis. We got her doing stuff, okay? But, so but that's, that's different just,
2: though, George. Yeah. That's different. Participating and watching are two different business models. No, I, I understand. I don't think just because you played the sport, you're going to turn around and watch it. I've yet to see Isaiah watch a soccer match, and he led his team to a doggone city championship. <laughs> and he's never been like, I want to watch soccer. Right, so, but I, so I, I think, think I think there's a difference between parents' desire to pass it along and their kids' desire to actually care. And there's a difference between participation and being fans or, rec- or, or being well, observers.
0: The difference is this, and Laura can back me up on this. La chancla. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. You no esto,
0: Okay. La chancla? And that's it. It's over.
1: ¿Tú ves lo que yo estoy viendo en la television, okay? Correcto. Yeah.
0: Okay, mami. Hey, hey
2: Laura, what, do you watch soccer? What
5: are we doing? Just, Just, <laughs> Just checking.
2: Just checking. Just checking. Because I, mean, I pay attention to these details. But she does details. watch sports. I do so watch sports. So that's why watch I pay attention to these details. So that's my point. She does that's watch your number sports, one though. sport, is it not? Is it not Boston. your number one sport? Is it not your number one sport? But she doesn't yes, And what did you say to your number one sport Laura? I'm good. Is that not what you said? <laughs> yes it is. Soccer. So so I go back to my original <laughs> point, which is just because parents want you to learn it and love it doesn't mean the kids actually will. No, that's why TV
3: executives come up with ideas like what we're talking about. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah. All right. Coming All right. up next, uh we didn't do our uh fun uh, Mar- uh, we're going to marvelize, as we were talking about this Marvel thing, we're going to marvelize the <laughs> Avengers with the Lakers, with the greatest Lakers of all time. We'll do that.
5: Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
4: Greg, you said you didn't say it, but the audio doesn't lie. No, it's not that I didn't say it. I did say it, but I said maybe it was a bit of hyperbole. Maybe mm. after the, the Keaton, maybe. though. The mm. Keaton is a real thing, and Keaton is the best of the actual Batman. Okay, well, it's as funny Batman.
0: because the results came in on our poll. Oh, polls! Just about 30 minutes ago, actually. Um, we did a whole 24 hours. Three thousand votes. Okay, so that is not a small sample size. No. Uh, compared to what? Kilmer. Uh, Kilmer. I mean, I don't know. Even when you, <laughs> when, when, just kidding, When God. Pew Research uh, does, and LZ, you'll know this. When Pew Research and these companies like uh, do their polling, Quinnipiac, they only poll like a thousand people. This has more people than that, so it's three times as many. Um, so. I asked who is the best Batman in a movie, and I, I was stunned how many people wanted Affleck as one of the options. I, I was stunned. Like, I, I literally stunned. Like, I couldn't believe how many people wanted Affleck in one of these options. But Kilmer and Clooney came in last, tied with 2.8%, okay, each. Keaton, 27.7%. Christian Bale, take this for what it's worth, 66.6%. So.
4: Well, the question is. Looks like an L, Greg. Looks like an L. They like the movie. They don't like Christian Bale. They like the movie. No, bro. The the options were not the the Dark Knight series or
0: whatever. (laughs) It was Christian Bale, Michael Keaton.
2: Some people are wrong. I don't know what else to say. (laughs) You you sound like that defense attorney trying to talk about, you know, it was the heart. It was the drugs.
1: (laughs) Greg, take the L.
2: Take the
4: L. uh, You can't take an L on opinion. (laughs) Yes, you can. Greg, take the L. I, I got I plenty of people on my side on this. I'm not backing down. No, on No, you my don't repeat. have
2: plenty. You have about 20%.
4: No, 20% <laughs> from this poll. I did. I said some stuff on mine, and people were like, oh, yeah, Keaton's the best. Keaton's the best. No one. I polled my friends. They all said Keaton's the best.
2: Do you have Should any you empirical feel- data that's present to everyone in the public? No. Because we do. You
4: feel like, though, Greg, you feel like the
3: people on Twitter, and maybe you could be right, you feel like they're just piling on. They don't really have that opinion. They're just... Piling
4: on, they don't want your side to win. Is that what you're saying? No, I just think that people, you know, they see Sedano on Sedano's own page and hearing Sedano oh, say, "Oh, so I wait, if like we we're we're put this Bill. on ESPN wow. in Los Angeles, yeah. it would be different." Wow. I, th- I do think it would be different. Oh, it's oh, weighted. Stop it's it. <laughs> By who posts it? Mm-hmm. It does. Oh, you come on. Polls on Twitter do go by who posts it. Yes, absolutely. If I put something hold, up... About hold on, what kind of scientific method is that? If I put something up about who's better, the Dodgers or the Padres, and on all the people on mine will say Greg, the Dodgers. we're not
0: talking about something that is native to the city of Los Angeles. We're talking about a movie that spawns decades of different movies and actors.
4: I see what you're saying, but it still doesn't work that <laughs> I see that you're <laughs> correct, but I'm still no, going to argue would, with I, you anyway. It's fine. You can like Christian Bale... I can like Michael Keaton better, and I will think for myself that I am right.
6: Hard oh. man, you're going to have to take that L, bro. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Why do we have so really many
1: one. of those? Because we have a lot. Because <laughs> <actually. laughs> you a take a lot of L's, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you take a lot of L's.
2: Yeah, there's that. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how I
4: mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing I
2: would say about your Michael Keaton as Batman and Batman and Batman Returns. Yeah. He did what was asked of him, he did. He did what was asking him. He launched the franchise again. He launched the franchise and he did it in a way that made it cool enough so that there could be a franchise. Correct. And for that, he deserves some GOAT status. Yeah. But the production and the way that the character is written and the way that we function into today's society, we just gravitate towards more of the darker interpretation, which was not Michael Keaton. It's Christian Bale.
0: Yeah, it's yeah Bale.
2: Hang on, Greg. Don't let him
3: talk you out of this. You know, the way he no. says it, we, 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 he he intimates that he stands for the majority, which in this poll he does. Don't let him talk you out of this, Greg. You say Keaton, you stay with Keaton.
4: I mean, I, I appreciate what you're doing here, but he's saying that it's, he's talking about the time of the time period and that it, now people like the darker version of it. And that was not a dark version. No.
2: At all. But we weren't doing dark in the 80s. Nope. We were still, you know, Partying up and living good and greed is good and all of that. And so it had all that bubble gum and sugary aspect to it. And it was very really campy, which was fine. And he did a really good job within that. But we're in a different place. It's a different filmmaker. We have a different sensibility. I can't remember the last time a campy movie made a lot of money.
4: No, but it also, like, Chris, uh, Michael Keaton's Batman also played the role of, like, the double life better than, I think, than Christian Bale did. Christian Bale was really just a, you know, a a dark character all the way around he didn't have that like i'm gonna go to a party and, and talk to all these women type vibe where michael keaton did do that well you thought that he, he actually literally was walked
2: in with women on either side of him as he walked in after getting in from a helicopter to his own house On the right. did was, you not remember that scene i do remember that scene but it was that very- was boss <laughs> that was pure is, boss but it was
4: all like he, he did it all it was all fake and he talked about how it was all fake it's
2: all fake they're movies what are you talking about <laughs> yeah, no, it's not a documentary on, you know what i mean don't Batman take it Batman. there you know what i mean <laughs> i'm just saying i watched it and i was like going that's badass when you just show up late to your own party in a helicopter with two women on your side and you're like going okay where's the cocktails <laughs> yeah, and then he walks yeah. off and by the way
0: away. Uh, of the i i just uh googled the uh best campy movies of all time and the the most recent one i found on this list um is showgirls 1995 like that's the most recent one that they i thought have. that was
2: unintentionally campy too
0: yeah um, <laughs> i i think that to elsie's point there there is something to be said about that um i don't see anything any more recent yeah, we don't do
2: than that. maybe you know the mama mia musical with you know Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep. That was kind of campy, but it was a musical. Musical Musical's to be campy. But as far as a straight movie, come on, Greg. We're just in two different worlds now.
0: All right, so let's do this. Let's get back to the Dodgers, and we could do the marvelization of the Lakers uh, with the Avengers with Clinton, who's going to join us at 540. We'll have some fun with him on that. But I want to give Dodger fans credit. Big, big props for something that went down yesterday against the Padres. We'll do that. In three minutes, or three and a half minutes. No, actually, check it, it's four. Four minutes, we're back on 710 ESPN.
5: Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 Mm. Mm. it's Friday. Mm.
0: Sedano LZ cap SLK here on a Friday. It's Friday. Clint Yates going to join us in a couple of minutes. I want to shout out Dodger fans. Go Laura, on. I don't know if we have the audio. I sent it to you. you let me know about uh, the way they treated Manny Machado yesterday. All right, let me hear. Manny Machado comes to the plate, and the Dodger faithful, okay? I don't I recall how many people were there, but, you know, obviously it's not a full house anymore, but still audible on television chanting to Manny Machado. Let me hear it. Teams met up the first time. He had six hits and two walks in those three games through
6: injuries. One ball, one strike.
0: So they ch- they chanted, Manny sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, um, look, not obviously Manny Machado's stint with the Dodgers wasn't ideal. And also he made the comments last year that, you know, they would make it to the World Series before the Dodgers would or win a World Series before the Dodgers would. And the fans also at one point were chanting, pay your bet, because he said, I bet that that would be the case. I loved it. I think that, to me, is a fun part of being at a ball game. And that's the stuff, Cap, that you don't get. Like, we missed without fans for so long at these games.
3: I loved it, too. Listen, let me tell you something. Um, I think that Manny Machado should get booed every time he goes into Dodger Stadium. And, And I used to think Adrian Gonzalez should get booed every time he was wearing a Dodger uniform inside Petco Park. But the difference was the people in San Diego were like, yay, Adrian, oh, my God, we like you. You're from here. You used to play here. We like you. And then he would hit home. And I'd be standing there going, what are you people doing? He's wearing the Dodger uniform. I get he's from here. And the same thing with Manny. When he played for the Dodgers, he didn't stay with the Dodgers. He's the kind of player that when he plays for your team, you kind of try and like him. And when he plays for somebody else's team, you always hate him. And so that's what Dodger fans should be doing.
0: It's exactly what they should be doing. Laura, Laura, what did you just say about Adrian Gonzalez?
1: I said people were happy with him because he moved on up to championship status and didn't he, stay with the Padres. Come on, now? That's why they were cheering. <laughs> come on, Well, Cam. you might
3: be right. You know why? Because no, there am were so right. many Dodger fans in the stadium I, all I the time. I know.
1: Times. We Come on, Padre fans. It's like the Clippers and the Lakers, okay? When there's a Clipper game, you think it's a Lakers home game because, you know, there's no Clipper fans.
0: The it, there really is. And I, I, I think I've mentioned this story before. Like, I've been... I've covered Clipper games for ESPN, um, doing the sidelines, where I've legitimately seen Laker fans there in their Laker jerseys, just heckling the, the Clippers. It's insane to me. I've never seen anything like that. Um, you know, I guess that I shouldn't say that. I've seen Knicks fans do it to the Nets, um, and that was a long time ago. It wasn't any time recently, although... I haven't been to see one of those games recently either. But back in the day, that's probably the only place I've ever seen that. But not at the clip that they do, no pun intended, that they do it here with Laker fans attending Clipper games. It's pretty wild to watch. That's what fans wild. should
3: do, man. That's what they should do. guy who used to play for your team, now he comes back and he plays for the I don't know if I'll say, I'll, I'll say it this way. The he geographical plays, rival. Right. How about that? The, the, yeah, he plays for a team that's 100 miles south that's in the same division that really wants what they got. Uh, that's what you should do. You
2: should be booing that guy. Yeah, I mean, you talk smack. If you would have just left for the bag, you might have gotten like a third of that. Right. But you talk smack. And you still have bad hair. So when you have bad hair and you talk smack, you're going to get booed. You're going to get booed, and I'm glad they booed him. I'm here for it, talking all that smack like you did something here.
3: No, no he really no. didn't, and, and, but, but you know where the, the pay your bet is great because to stand there and be videotaped by a kid behind home plate saying, you know, you're no good, and he says, well, I'll tell you what, I'll bet you that we, the Padres, win a World Series before you, your Dodgers, win a World Series. I'll bet you my entire contract – And when the Dodgers won the World Series last season and the Padres got swept by the Dodgers, people are going, yo, Manny, you said you bet your entire contract $300 million pay this guy.
4: And he hasn't paid him. You know what Manny Machado did here as a Dodger? He blew bubbles running to first base instead of actually running to first base. He said he was oh, not. Oh,
0: you were so mad at that. I you were was so mad. I'll never forget how mad <laughs> you were. You're no amazing... Johnny
4: baseball. Yeah, yeah, he said I'm not Johnny <laughs> hustle. That's not my thing. Yep. Um, I mean, right. all the things that he had, he he would hit home runs in the first inning, and, and he and then strike out in the ninth inning when he actually needed something from him. I mean, okay, but that
0: that's you do you act like that he did like you didn't want him hitting did, the home runs in the no, first inning. No, I did, but either? it's
4: like it wasn't when it mattered like he was always oh in, or, god or like I, first up, of all don't, don't get me
0: down that rabbit hole of when it mattered because we could do that about barry bonds in his career and a lot of great players i'm not saying way. manny machado's those guys but let's not go down that rabbit hole because that really irritates me.
4: <laughs> all right that's fine but still all right think fine that i'll did. say it
2: yeah go ahead. i don't remember a hit that mattered right do you? you do you does oh, anyone oh. no just checking. Cricket,
3: cricket. I, do re- I do remember it's the, the quote though. I'm not like Johnny Hustle. It's like one half a
0: season though. Like that, uh, the guy got 300 million for a reason. Like it's not because he's it's not because he's not good.
2: No, it's because he went to San Diego and they don't know any better.
0: Oh, stop that! There were a lot of teams lining up to give him 300 million.
2: But only one was foolish enough to do it. Dude, <laughs> I still don't know how they did it. I still don't know God, where they're coming man. up with this money. You guys are the worst. I'm going in, man. I'm going because he talked smack and he showed up <laughs> he here with t- bad no, hair. No, listen,
0: I'm with you. I started the segment saying I, Dodger fans deserve a lot of props. I love this. I think it's great. But where I draw the line is oh, he didn't come up in the clutch. He played half a season here. Like, stop. Okay? That how gives many guys? You plenty, you of
2: Dude, plenty of time. Plenty of time to come on something.
0: We killed Kershaw. I mean, I defended Kershaw for years before I started getting on him a little bit. So, half a season is not a representative, representative sample to me. Well, uh, at least this series ju- gets made interesting by career. last night's result. What's that?
3: I said at least this, inter- this series is now interesting. You know? Oh,
0: the series uh, is absolutely interesting. I hope the Dodgers give it to him forever. I'm with you on that part of it. Like, I want them to give it to him forever. I will say this, and we can touch on this a little later, but I, you know, Dylan Hernandez said that the Dodger fans should give. You Darvish a little ovation at the beginning and then start booing him uh, after the fact. I'm kind of okay with that too. Like I feel like you Darvish took a lot of heat, LZ, and we know what happened in that series, right? Like it was, you know, they cheated the other side, right? Now game seven wasn't great, but they cheated, okay? Like they cheated in that series. No, it's not all I, on I, Darvish.
2: No, it's it's not, and you know he to his credit. Has really taken a high role in all of this.
0: Uh-huh. Since he left, the minute he Since left, he did. Le-
2: yes, absolutely. And I called him you garbage. Yes, yes, I did. But once I <laughs> L- realized, L- once L- I is, realized that you were so garbage. emotional. Let oh me tell God. you something. I'm a fan, man. Man, you, I'm a no, little fan. But you, you let you.
0: I, this is what I love about you. You can be like the cool, calm, collected journalist. Okay. And you, man, and you obviously have had the, you've talked about this on the air a bunch, a bunch of times, right? But you had the conversation with Clayton about maybe getting a little too excited one time. I ran um, over his and, jersey. And,
2: I regretted it later.
0: And you talked to him about it like a man. You yep. know, that's how you do it, like an adult. And you know, with Darvish, you did say some stuff. And yep. in retrospect, you 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 feel like, yeah, I probably crossed that line there. I shouldn't have done that.
2: Yep, yep. And I, I did. I was emotional. I was I was being a fan, right. and I was at. All those home games in the World Series when we had them, and it was frustrating.
0: We were in a sweep together one of those games, LZ. It was a (laughs) win though that one.
2: It was a win. Um, So I mean, listen. I think now that we know what we know, you know, I won't cheer him, right? But I won't Manny Machado him either. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no but, right you give him a little love at the beginning and then boom i'm okay with dylan hernandez in the la times saying that like i'm okay yeah, with
2: that i'm okay with that too plus he really pitched really well until the world series right which really emphasizes the impact of the cheating scandal correct
0: correct 100 percent. for all
2: those right. of you who don't want to do that by the way it's okay it's okay you can go and boo him
3: he plays for the <laughs> other team now you can boo him from the beginning it's all right
0: I feel like I'm the Paula Abdul of this uh, cast on like, my original American Idol. Are, are like, I feel like that's where I'm Something, at right what now. What you trying to say?
2: Oh, that's funny. Do you know Manny you Machado? Drunk? Of course you do. The tequila Manny shots. Machado, he batted 167 in the postseason for us.
0: Right, but I. Can, he was you know, terrible. Uh, uh, LA, I, I mean, do, <laughs> is Barry Bonds
2: not a great player? No, I'm sorry. He batted 182. I was looking at the series against oh. us. He batted 167. <laughs> yeah. See?
0: <laughs> right. But my point is, is Barry Bonds, A Rod, those guys aren't great players. Like, they had really rough postseasons sometimes.
2: They had really rough postseasons sometimes. Manny Machado just has rough postseasons. He's batting 200 for every team he's played for in the postseason.
0: Well, he hasn't played in very many postseason what? games. He played for the Orioles for his entire career, pretty much. So there's that.
2: Let's see, how many games yeah. have he played total here? Looks like, ew. Ew. Not ew. many. Ew. Not,
3: not many. Tw- 29.
2: Ew. That's not a lot. Gross. I think Cody. I think Cody Bellinger passed twenty nine when In his, his first rookie season year played yeah. with the Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. Right,
0: exactly. Twenty nine. Uh, all right. <laughs> Coming up next, Clint Yates going to stop by. We'll talk some Lakers, some Dodgers with him. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? Make sure you check out his work at TheUndefeated.com. Follow him on Twitter at Clinton Yates. Now, Clinton. Yes? uh, Before we get into many of the questions that we have been asking over the last uh, couple of days here on the show. Yeah? uh, I started the show, and I know Laura asked you this question, and you gave her a meh. That a friend of mine posted, rule for life. Never trust anyone who won't do a tequila shot with you. And I've heard you are meh
6: on tequila. I mean, you always have to question the intent of somebody who wants to do tequila shots with you that badly. There's also an international element to this. There's certain places where I'm not necessarily just banging out all the tequilitos that are chilling on the on the counter. So, it depends, but yeah, I'll probably do some tequila shots tonight to be honest, watching the Dodgers downtown, I'm pretty pumped. So, that should be fun. Oh,
0: okay, tequilitos. Yeah. I like how you threw that.
6: Tequilitos. In a tequilito is when like you make like a little you you add some stuff to it. I used to be crazy. I used to like, you know, Forget about the 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 salt the salt and the lime. I would you know bang out a shot of Tabasco. like you put the tabasco on your on yeah, your palm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? and You lick that and then you take the tequila shot. That's that's how your boy used to roll back in the day. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone's yeah. licking anything these days. To be honest yeah yeah right. good point excellent point yeah. I am yeah. yeah. <laughs> so
5: there's
6: that <laughs> so hold on so quickly I want to talk about this Batman <laughs> situation because there's something that I think is missing. <laughs> I'm sorry, Clinton. I'm a 12 year old still <laughs> laughing at it's it. It's fine. Yeah, but I think there's something that's sort of I mean,
2: misunderstood. I'm the only one here that made the joke.
3: and batman is a situation thank
6: you about these movies in this comparison which is like for me it's it's not even close to about keaton versus uh bale I, i think that people completely misunderstand the importance of the 1989 movie like let me explain this to you and everybody in hollywood and los angeles gets this that was the first summer blockbuster movie superhero movie ever like the whole entire framework of how that movie was created, in terms of the marketing, in terms of all of it, did not happen before that film. It was literally iconic in that specific regard from a you know, some a movie business standpoint. Number two the entire soundtrack written and performed by Prince. And guess what? It went diamond, my guy. Not gold, not platinum, <laughs> diamond. Okay? My and guy! And listen, I had the listen, let me finish. And also, it had a couple other things that I thought were really important, which was this. It had a, it, mm, Party Man, that, that video was one of those cross collaborations where the video and the movie were actually integrated. So yes. that you got scenes from it, as well as Prince acting as if he was in the movie. And also, that movie led to the creation of Batman the Animated Series in which Mark Hamill, more popularly known as Luke Skywalker, played the Joker. Like, it's impossible to understa- to overstate how important that film was more largely than any of these other joints that came along after for me. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I was like nine when it came out, and I couldn't go see it because it was rated whatever, I think it was rated R. And, like, my sister, who's 10 years older than I am, she went, and the lines were literally, like, around the block, like, back when that was a thing. So, for me... There's no bigger cultural impact of a superhero movie than Batman in my life. And that's hugely important to me. Like, the fact that I like the story a little bit better, I thought the colors and sort of the way it just plain looked were better and the dialogue was better than all the other movies. Keaton is an aside, quite frankly, in the entire discussion to how important Batman, directed by Tim Burton, the only one he directed because Joel Schumacher directed the the next two in that series. It's just... It's iconic. You know what I mean? And so that is that is where I come in on that. It ain't about no daggone Bruce Wayne's. Forget that nonsense. We're why? talking so about movie for movie. Why? Batman so 1989 is Greg, unparalleled.
2: What I heard Clinton say was take an L. No,
6: Keaton is, the better, Keaton is the better Wayne by a mile, too, because his mansion looked cooler. He had all those funky dudes and those statues Wait, but that's not about that. him.
2: Yeah, nothing, George, I'm George, sorry, is Wayne, nothing. is it not called George, Wayne Manor? Nothing, nothing you about. said has What's anything do Keaton, said right? to do with Michael Keaton. Nothing he said has to do with Michael Keaton. Not a yeah, thing Michael he Keaton said had anything to do with Michael Keaton. In the better, better
6: movie and plays the better role. I mean that's a, that's a, that's an aside to the fact. well I don't right. know. It's the better movie. Oh, this
0: is going to just turn into a war here.
6: I'm <laughs> just saying. You can look at the numbers. Any movie that involves Prince going diamond, I'm sorry, better no, movie than anything. No, listen.
0: That, the not. soundtrack. I'm not. I mean, I don't even know what the soundtrack was to Christopher Nolan's movie, but exactly. I know that
6: the movie was way better and Bale was way better. I fell asleep in one of those. I remember it. I might mean, have had a couple, but like, oh, yeah, dude. it was so dark oh, and brooding. Was... I got woken up by some loud bang, and I was like, I'm out of here. You know, that's what happened.
2: These the are same. fighting words. Apparently. Hold on, Elzy. L- Go ahead, LZ. Go ahead, LZ. I, I got nothing because I've right. already said my piece. Oh, Every right. single, all oh, of these guy. different Batmans have very specific reasons they exist. Yes. The first one existed in a campier world. The versions that we're talking about now with Christopher, those are darker and grimmer. And I can't tell you what the hell Ben Affleck is doing.
0: If if Keaton was campy, what was Kilmer and Clooney like? Extra
6: campy, crispy? That's what, like, that's is that's that a, what that that's was? The Schumacher era, exactly. That's right. What they got that's away that's, from the, what
2: they that's were. That's diabetes. That's <laughs> <laughs> that's By so syrupy and and sweet. The, the, my favorite part of the whole thing was really when they brought in um, Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy.
0: That was cool. That was cool. Who that are was cool. you? I'm Batman. That's
6: Keaton.
3: I really like it though that that there were other people other than myself that had to Google uh, the definition of campy. Yeah, so you weren't alone, according to No, no, to so Twitter, for those yeah. of you that are out there that are listening, we appreciate you, and for those of you who didn't know what campy meant, I didn't either. Just so you know, yeah.
2: we're not alone. A- Adam that West, is yeah. so war. weird. Bang! Zoom. I was like, that whole thing was campy.
6: Guys <laughs> Where's <laughs> Rachel? Guys that's hanging why, off of helicopter that's, ladders? That's yeah. the reason
2: why I thought you would know, Cap, because it's such an old term, and you kind of nestle in that space. I yeah, but you know would've... what? Let me tell
3: you something. Clinton goes on Twitter and says that the old school Adam West yeah. – uh batman is campy and i'm like now hold it on a second no, That is campy. now quintessential. Quintessential. Yeah. 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 come on stop that's the epitome guys. of camp it come it on don't you guys understand I mean, the pow, cultural bam, impact zoom
6: you know what yeah.
0: mean? Like, i mean don't that's... you
3: understand the cultural impact of that television show come on
6: yes camp is not an insult sir it's oh. not oh i not, thought
3: no. it was bad it's a oh, genre
0: it's a genre oh it is it's like you know oh the definition i
3: got online is wrong then yeah
6: no
0: what's the definition that you have
3: I don't know, like an ex- exaggeration and cheesiness, I mean, that, like in yes, horror yeah, yes, yes. That, yes, that's the definition.
6: That's,
2: that's the definition, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, I thought that wasn't good.
6: I mean, if
0: you no, do well, it well, people like it. I mean, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's just it's suspended reality, you know gotcha. what I mean? Like, whatever. Right. Um, so, anyway, all right, there's that. Um, all right, Clinton, go ahead.
6: I know you want to talk about the Padres and Dodgers. Do you think. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay, so here, I was on This Morning with Keyshawn. And Keyshawn and I were talking about this. And the only reason I say it this way is because let me ask you guys a question. If Mm -hmm. the Dodgers are so great and all of you arrogant fans who think that the Dodgers have no have nobody has any business being in the discussion with the Dodgers. Why would it not be a good thing for them to be beating their rivals if their rivals are good, too? Like, who are the I, I don't understand Who's the, the purpose. Again, again, the Padres are the rival I, You can oh. tell me that because Marcus oh. Lynn Betts jumps up beating his chest, because he obviously cares. And if Clayton Kershaw is cussing people out over failed bunts, clearly they care. I'm not the old man in Old Manistan who thinks that you have to have a ring on your wall or on your finger in order for it to be oh. a rivalry. That's not I, I want to know who lives oh. in old Manistan. I Apparently, wanna know a lot that. of y'all do. Right. I'm just saying Who that, like, lives like, there, though? Hold here's on. President. Hold here. on. A-
2: allow uh, me to help you out, Clinton, because you're conflating No, no, I'm gonna finish. You're conflating caring about winning and losing with rivalries. Just because Uh, you care about winning and losing doesn't mean that it's a rivalry. I certainly don't like to lose when I go on the basketball court, but every single team I face, I don't consider a rival. The only team that's a rival is the team that beats me and makes me leave the court. That's my rival. (laughs) Everyone else is a competitor.
6: I don't get that. I really don't. And here's the larger point, is that this is good for baseball overall and I think fun for Dodgers fans. You take a trip down the five, head on down to San Diego, you've got a competitive situation. You're bringing the best out of both teams, and they're both good. Not to mention, you've got players that play for both teams that are involved, as we just discussed. like This is as good a rivalry as we have, frankly, on this day, I would say, in American sports right now. Um, Every single game in this season should be nationally televised. that,
2: that, That definitely feels like hyperbole. Okay, one. You name don't think that? Right now.
6: Okay, but in, in
0: major the Dodgers
2: baseball, Padres is not the greatest rivalry in sports right now. No, <laughs> Have you no, no, no. But in like that. that's what he said. Have yeah, you watched right the I, know, yeah, I know. Have
6: this, you watched the, the baseball? These are the best games I've seen season, in a while. This season, it, it will be. Yes, that's I what think. I'm talking about. These yes. all these games should be nationally televised. And my only point here is that it's not about knocking either side. I just don't get why we're getting caught up in these bizarro, hardcore, like I said, rivalry police definitions. Look at this. Do you Is there some other product you'd rather be watching than Dodgers Padres? Yes. I'm listening.
2: Oh, I got to finish watching Mortal Kombat. That just started <laughs> streaming today. I can't wait. Clinton, I got myself you, a nice can, little, little herb and everything. I'm enough. ready.
0: Fair enough. Clinton, can you stick around for another segment? <laughs> yes, let's do the other segment. We got to okay. talk Lakers, right? Let, let's do that. All right, we're going to be back in three minutes. We got what you need to know in between. Clinton's hanging out, 710
5: ESPN. I'm Batman.